Hey people, welcome to Two Scoops of Truth. On this podcast, I'll be dishing out words of encouragement, inspiration, motivation, and lots more. If this is your first time tuning in, please subscribe in order to get the notification when a new episode is available. To all my listeners, thank you for coming on board on this amazing journey as we learn and grow together. So, fasten your seatbelts, sit tight, and enjoy the ride as I serve you two scoops of truth. Well, hello, my amazing listeners. It's your girl, Faye. I am excited, literally excited. You know why? Because I have a guest today, a beautiful, lovely guest. You can't see her face just yet, but you'll see her on the YouTube um, episode. I'm just going to have her introduce herself shortly. All right. All right. Okay. So welcome to my amazing guest. Hello, doctor. Hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. All right. So this is Dr. Alametu. I call her Dr. Ali. Most people call her Dr. Tutu. So just tell us a, a little bit about yourself and we'll shoot right in because today we are talking about some of our favorite women in the bible both of us our favorite women in the bible so you guys are going to have fun listening to us so let me allow dr tutu introduce herself briefly so you have an idea um, of who she is she is so deep in the word so get ready get ready get ready get ready (laughs) (laughs) yes i love that energy thank you thank you i need that okay so tell us a little bit about yourself, your wife, your mother, your woman. Of course you are. <laughs> what do you do? And that's the end of the description. What Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. My name is, my name is Alametu. Um, I trained as a medical doctor. I'm a mom of two little beautiful girls. I'm a wife. I'm a student. I'm a sister. Um, I think that's all there is to say about me, really. Hmm. Well, for now, she's also a Bible scholar. But yeah, thank you for that (laughs) brief description. She is amazing. And you're going to hear more of her. You're probably going to see more of her because we most likely will be anchoring a lot of episodes together by the grace of God if we can maneuver the technology because we're in two different countries actually for some of you that don't know but um we'll shoot right into it without giving out too much information (laughs) but um so today dr tutu thank you so much for joining this episode it's such an honor to have you you are an amazing friend and prayer partner and my first question to you is who is your favorite and i know it's a lot but who's your favorite uh female bible character um as of now, I know they, they probably have changed, but as of now. Okay. Um, thank you so much, Faye, for inviting me. I have been looking forward to joining this podcast for a while, so it's great to be here. Um, so in this season of my life, my favorite Bible character, strangely, is Mary, the mother of Jesus. Wow. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Go on. And why? So um, I think it has to do with a lot of the changes that are going on in my personal life at this time. Uh-huh. And I find that one of the people that God has been using to speak to me is Mary, the mother of Jesus. 
Hmm. One of the things that happens as a mom is you find out that there's a lot of sacrifice that goes on. And um, moving to a different country where there's limited help because, you know, you're, I'm new. I didn't grow up here. My husband didn't grow uh-huh. up here. We, didn't, we don't really have community like if we had grown up in uh-huh. this place and we would have built a network system, but we don't have that. So uh-huh. here we are by ourselves. Uh-huh. And at some point it started feeling like it's not fair. Because, you know, I like to chase a lot of stuff. I tend to be ambitious sometimes and I have these dreams in my head. And then because of the kids, a lot of times, you know, you have to prioritize them. And then me as a person seems to go to the back burner. And so, Jesus, you know, the Lord started speaking to me about Mary. And throughout the story of Mary, I saw how she just gave, gave, gave. And to be honest, according to human standards, what did she get in return? I mean, her son is the savior. (laughs) Yes, her son is the savior. But you know how, like, as a human being, we think that, oh, she should be blessed with so many houses and cars Mm. and material things and such pedigree and standard that when she walks into a place. Mm -hmm. But, you know, her son didn't die according to the world standard, a glorious death. True. You know, he died, he was killed like a common criminal. Hmm. And I can just imagine her going through her life. Out. You know, the Bible doesn't state how she ever amassed wealth. True. Or she ever amassed a title to her name. You know, Mary, the mother of Jesus, is is the title that, the you know, we gave her. But think about it. My, my kids... You know, I'll be called the mother of my kids, right? That right. That's the same sense that she was called the mother of Jesus. It's the same mm-hmm. way every mother is called the mother of their children. Um, but it's interesting that she did her work diligently. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that the Holy Spirit was telling me is that she was chosen for a reason. That if we think that, oh, you know, God just gave Jesus put Jesus in her womb. Uh The raising of Jesus had to do with his parents. True. For him to be able to accomplish what he needed to accomplish and walk in the path that he walked in, his parents Uh would have had a part to play in that. Right. And you know, kids learn a lot of times by example. So in my head, I believe that there are certain traits that Jesus would have picked from his parents. When we become adults, sometimes, you know, God starts to transform us and there are certain characteristics of our parents that we drop. But the truth is we are the <laughs> children of our parents. Hmm. Wow. And so I can imagine that transformation happened in her life to be the mother of Jesus for him to mm-hmm. have the demeanor he had. So there were certain mm-hmm. things because she would have taught him how to walk. She would have taught him mm-hmm. how to eat, taught him mm-hmm. how to respond to people, how to speak to people, to how kind. to be respectful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that, that she, way. Yeah. She wasn't just That's chosen, true. you know, out of the blue, like, oh, she's a good girl. There were certain traits right. that she had, and I think that that's what made God choose her, knowing that that's so big. You know, she will f- she will follow through with the assignment. So yes, that's wow. presently my favorite Bible character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you again, you always blow my mind. You know, because a lot of times we see Mary as Mary, the teenager that God chose, but then God doesn't see like humans. So as you were speaking, I began to see almost like God could see into her future. And and then it dawned on me that Jesus, she's the only person that Jesus had 
his DNA from, I guess, if that's, you know, like, because obviously not Joseph, you know, she, she, yeah. he came through her and God chose her for a reason, not just because she was a virgin, because there were tons of virgins at that time. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's very, that's awesome. I like that perspective. My Christian name is Maria. So, I mean, anything about Mary, I love, I love, I love. So thank you for that. And I just, I, I think that you're doing a phenomenal job as a mom. Your beautiful girls are super intelligent. And I just, I cannot wait to see what God is going to do through them. Um, you're clearly being very intentional about being a ph- phenomenal mother, which I believe that Jesus's mother, um, <laughs> she had a big task <laughs> ahead of her. So she probably did the same as well. So, okay. So now we have your favorite character out of the way. And I think that it changes per season. I want you to tell me something from one of the favorite people I love in the Bible. Something that you, well, I have so many. I have Ruth, Deborah. And right now, in this season, I'm going to pick Ruth just because I'm drawn to her on so many levels, not because I'm, you know, Mrs. Boaz or anything, but because she's, she's been through a lot. But I think she's just so favored. And I just, I just love her. I don't know why. I also resonate with, you know, Deborah. But right now, when I want you to talk about Ruth. What is one striking feature of Ruth or the book of Ruth that um that struck you when you first read it if you can remember you probably grew up as a, in a christian household or even now like that most people won't consider about ruth what is one striking feature about ruth that most people won't consider about ruth that jumps at you or what jumped at you the first time you you learned of the book of ruth very very short book about four chapters i believe hmm what jumped at me <laughs> the first time i was a child i don't know i probably thought that she was crazy <laughs> I'll be like, excuse me. Right. Yeah, so in my head, right? Okay, so I think I can vividly remember to an extent that okay, Mm. so I can remember my reaction as a teenager. Maybe not the Mm -hmm. first time I ever heard about Ruth, but as a teenager. In my Mm. head, I'm like, you know, after experiencing or seeing marriages, Mm. in my head, I'm like, you have the opportunity to go (laughs) and like you've experienced marriage. You have the opportunity to go and live your life. Come on now. And you say no. Hmm. Now that I'm older, hmm. the thing that strikes me, maybe because it's the season I'm in, is sacrifice. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Ruth did not know what she was getting into. Yep. And to an extent, I am going to link this to Mary. Mm. she didn't they didn't know what they were getting to they didn't know what was going to be the long haul of this thing that they are saying right but the difference between ruth and mary is that ruth intentionally chose even though she had another option right Mm. it wasn't exactly offered to her and that's Mm. the kind of hearts that she had because she you know at that time, did, did they really know God? Were they worshipping Jesus True. Christ? She was no, a Moabite, right? Exactly. But or she, maybe God chose her. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, it's, it's very possible, right? It's very, very possible. Mm. But I'm looking at this woman and thinking in my head that maybe she just looked and said, this woman has lost everything. Mm. Why, why should I leave her alone? She's old, I right? I let me so it's a sacrifice because the mm-hmm. truth is she could have gone on to marry someone else mm-hmm. and lived another life me right. 
let me just be honest the way i am now if i wear <laughs> roots i will say okay all the mistakes that my first husband made i'll now be gauging that the next husband i'm going to pick someone that is not going to be if this one if the team was tall before i'm going to pick shorts now if it was dark i'll pick light if it was poor i'll pick rich you know an opportunity to do it again with a different style and right. with the wisdom of being burnt the first time and choosing again and she decided to go and take care of this woman that was her mother mm. and go long journey and she she you know Naomi gave her the option to go back and she right. refused and said i will follow you right and they got to a place where they didn't have anything and now she has to fend for herself and this woman wow and i'm not saying so anywhere true. where there was a recording saying she said ah I should have just gone back to my father's house, you know. So that that ability to sacrifice. Yeah. That's one thing that strikes she gave me. herself up as as a replacement as Naomi's daughter because she wasn't thinking of remarrying. I think she just thought I'm just going to follow follow this woman like you said. You know, like she doesn't have anything. She lost two sons and a husband. So I believe that Ruth gave herself as a sacrifice to help her. No, right. no surprise that yes there's a you know that that that's the lineage that Jesus comes from right Oof you know, <laughs> Oof that is so true I it dawned on me recently when I was reading the whole Anruv begat and Simon and this begat 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 and I was like what and even Ra- uh, we'll go to Rahab but let's just pause like you're you're right that was God's Wow. No surprise. Wow. Okay, so let's move on from Auntie Ruth to someone that's not so popular. Um and that's Abigail. Um Abigail married someone that the Bible called a fool and she was seen as wise. How does a wise woman marry a fool? So is she really wise or didn't she realize that he was a fool or did he become foolish when she was stuck and got married to him or Did they make her marry him and she didn't have a choice? You know, those things happened back in the day and still happen, yep. you know. So I feel like that maybe happened because she was too wise for that man. Um I um, I don't know. I was going to read the scripture quickly, Abigail and Nabal, but while you're while you're um while you're thinking about it, 1 Samuel 25, I'm going to use the NIV. Um it's the, if you, if for those of you listening, if you don't know the story of Abigail, she's not so popular. And Nabal, her husband, was apparently a fool. He was rude to King David. Abigail saved him from being killed, even though he later died. But you know that's a backstory because I don't really have the time to go too much into First Samuel twenty-five right now. But again, Doctor Tutu, what is your take on how Abigail reacted? Would you have done what Abigail did? <clears throat> cough, cough. <laughs> or you know, what do you think? If that was a movie playing out right before you, or if you were the director of the movie, is that what do you think of what Abigail did? I think that Abigail is a different breed. <laughs> oh, I, I think agree. she's a different Probably breed. Probably Nigerian. Because mm. No, I don't think she's Nigerian. I think she's a mixture of celestial and human because <laughs> <laughs> and to understand because she's so respectful and traditional and wise, but anyway, let's go. The, on. <laughs> the the extent of humility that that mm. woman portrayed mm. i do, i don't know i don't understand it 
there, there is just this divine, you know, there's a way you can just see when someone has divine wisdom. Right. Even the way she handled the aftermath of that matter just mm. shows that that woman was wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she humbled herself and to mm-hmm. be married to a fool mm. and you can imagine navigating someone like that as your husband. Oh, Jesus. Knowing when not to piss him off and when to piss him off. And I think mm. that she was very wise because if she wasn't wise, I don't think she would mm-hmm. have amassed wealth. She amassed mm. wealth. And that foolish husband mm-hmm. gave her some freedom and control back True. in those days. True. Because how did she go, you know, someone that he insulted, the wife mm. is going behind his back. She must have mm. had some freedom to be able mm. to, you know, gather all that wealth and right. go and meet David. Mm. That woman was wise. Mm. I don't know how she did it. I don't understand it, but wow. Wow. Yeah. If I'm the one, uh, I mean, I've just been like, let them cuckoo kill this man, let's rest. <laughs> right. Which most people would have done. Like, okay, whatever. You know, and then she can be free. Yeah. Wow. She saved David from from basically like I like the way she said, you don't need to even stoop so low as to staining your hands with his blood. You know, men, those things cater to men as they say, you know, that honor, the respect. And I'm sure David felt like, oh, who are you? You know, what woman speaks to me that way? That's why I really like her because she was able to just, you know, make David feel like he's not worth it. You know, he's not. (laughs) And that's her husband, you know. I guess that's why David was. Sorry, I'm going to let you no, finish. No, no, please finish carry on. Saying. No, carry on. I love let that. Let me just say, mm-hmm. me in the past, mm-hmm. I would have gone to say, to hype David and psych him and say, if you wanted to kill him tomorrow, why don't you do it this night? <laughs> you have the, you have the <laughs> I strength. I know you would have. do it. <laughs> you are a strong man. There's no mm. man stronger than you right now. Mm. And I will be hyping him to go, just get it over mm. with. And I will now be mm. rich and have all the wealth to myself. You know what I mean? Mm. But I like to think that with the with what Jesus has done in my life now, maybe I'll be <laughs> crying that ah, they're going to come cool. and kill all of us now because mm. of this man. You mm-hmm. know, but that woman was wise. I just wanted to chip that yeah. in. Yeah. No, that that was very deep because she protected not just neighbor but other people's innocent people's husbands from dying, the yep. people that worked with him. So I think that she probably did it because of them not necessarily uh neighbor i never ever thought about it that way so that was very good okay i want to talk about another woman and i'm just letting the holy spirit flow because i had other things planned but you know the lord is like people don't really talk enough about women we talk about so many things we talk about men we can talk about peter paul and david and all the lot but we don't really talk about certain women now how do you think, oh, this is very, 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 very controversial, but what is your take on this whole Esther and Vashti situation? Uh, somebody was, you know, removed for another person to take over. I just feel like, I just feel like I'm going to end with these people. Esther, Vashti, you know, like your husband told you to come and, you know, just portray yourself as the best queen since sliced bread. And she said, no, she left the banquet, she was replaced. And Vanessa came and did the did her thing and obviously won favor in the sight of everyone who saw her. What is your take on the the fiasco that happened with King Ahasuerus in um in the Book of Esther? <clears throat> I think that 
Vashti did not realize she was a wife any longer. Preach. Um, and I think that that is where there was wisdom in Esther being Esther. Hmm. Vashti became proud because of the way her husband saw her, right? And the way mm-hmm. he and you see to be honest we do this in life where we get to a point where we feel like we are indispensable Hmm. with Vashti now sometimes right certain things are fortunate and unfortunate because Esther needed to be in the palace and Vashti just did things and was thrown out of the palace Hmm. but if you see the way Esther handled the king even when she wanted to report someone to the king, she made a fist. Hmm. Did just go and say, "Oh, there is a there is a respect that Esther gave her husband, knowing mm-hmm. that he was not just husband; he was also mm-hmm. a king." A king, yeah, that's good. And there is, I I hope I'm not digressing, but there is a way that when we married women speak mm. to our husbands we need to mm. speak to not just the fact that he's the husband but the other thing that he is her husband wasn't just her husband he was a king and she spoke to him as a king wow. she wow. addressed him as a king and treated him as a king i love that so <clears throat> you know how they say sometimes that oh there's a side chick and the side chick is speaking to the husband Mm -hmm. and the husband is giving there is a there is somebody that that side chick is addressing that sometimes we wives have lost sight of and we become vashti in our home that's so good i love the way you're bringing it home Mm -hmm. not realizing that we we also have the option to be esters come on now the king said anything she wanted that was the the you know, so, some parts of the end where he said anything she wanted, mm-hmm. she wanted mm-hmm. land, whatever she wanted. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get so familiar with our spouses, not realizing that we gave them the authority to be our spouses. Exactly. When you say I do to the man, what you, what a lot of women don't realize is they are giving up their authority. Mm. <clears throat> and I'm it's just hard. going to... it's very hard yes it's very hard and sometimes we don't realize that for each person to play their part is symbiotic for the husband to love his wife the wife should be lovable for the wife to submit the husband should love his wife so to an extent it depends on each other right now i can imagine how the king felt let's let's quote it his wife that he just chased gave this attitude Mm. imagine the trauma that he'll be dealing with and at the back of the mind saying let this new one come if she thinks that she can misbehave (laughs) i will show Mm. her right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then she comes and you know maybe it's probation period and we're still watching Mm. her Mm -hmm. and she gets to the point where the king says anything you want imagine her destroying that stereotype and clearing his mind of the fears Mm. and insecurities he has that Mm. maybe this person will misbehave again to the point where he seems to be giving this new wife more than he gave the last one. Wow. And sometimes we don't realize when we get married 
that sometimes our husbands have come with certain insecurities and certain things, mm. right? And sometimes our behavior, our character is what shows them that we are truly a picture of Christ in their life. That thing doesn't matter with us. We are not going to rub salt on that wound. We're actually here to help it heal. That's the, yeah, that's the perspective. (laughs) (laughs) You broke the table, shattered this table. I'm like, you have to come back as a guest. I'm sorry, because that is deeper than you think. You know, I didn't even know that you were going to go where you went to, but like, it shows that there could be the Vashti in us, or some people say Vashti, whatever, but there can be a Vashti and an Esther in us, but predominantly the Esther is what the man needs. And if you are the Esther, you get to say, you get to hear, even even to half of my kingdom, I will give you, which yep. is synonymous to even what the, 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 I think it was Herod, he gave, he said to his stepdaughter who danced and said, even up to half of my kingdom, I'll give you. Of course, she asked for John the Baptist's head. Like, why? You know, she had a bad mother in that case. But half of the kingdom, and Esther didn't ask for half. She asked for something else that liberated her her, na- her nation, you know? So it's bigger than what you said. What you said is so deep. And as, as women, as wives, I think that we should really learn to honor our husbands. Don't look at it as like, you know, well, does he honor me? I'm telling you, there's no man that you honor that will not honor you back, right? You know, Very true. Yeah, yes. so and I w- please share further. Yeah, and I was going to say something. We're saying this and speaking in the aspect of marriage, but I want the people that are not married to know that they have this relationship with God and with Christ. Great. So do we have an Esther relationship with so God good. or do we have a Vashti relationship with God? <sighs> say that again, please. Do we have an Esther relationship with God or do we have a Vashti relationship with God? My God. God. Sometimes we sit down and we're crying and sometimes it seems like God loves other people than us. Mm. But I feel somehow that, yes, God is God, but there was a David and there was a Solomon and there was a Saul. There was a difference in how God treated them. My God. Even with all the sins that David had, he was still the man after God's heart. Hmm. what character did he portray? Was it Esther or was it Vashti? And you know, I'm happy that the Holy Spirit made me use mm-hmm. men as this example because we can just say, oh, but it's women. But the men no, also. The men too. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. <laughs> my, my guest said it, not me. <laughs> but yeah, no, but it's true. You said what you said. It's true. Go on, sis. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Tutu. Yes, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I guess you didn't hear me. I was saying, go yes, on. I didn't hear you for a little bit. But I, I was saying, go again. on, go on, sis. Go on. Yeah. So, um, wow. I'm just going to rope back a little bit to the first set of women we spoke about. And um, when God was dealing with me, you know, speaking to me about Mary, I didn't even mm. realize Ruth. I don't think it's coincidental that you mentioned Ruth. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, what are we willing to give up? How much are we willing to give up? Wow. And are we willing to give up without getting anything in return? Hmm. Have we gotten to the point with God where we know that he is good regardless? Yes. 
that whatever he asks for from us, we're willing to give up. You know, mm. I was in a fellowship recently where someone said what God is asking from us is not even so much. I mean, mm. he did not ask us to get pregnant. Mm. And then everybody will be saying, oh, this one, she went to sleep with somebody, say lie, you know. Mm. And then, you know, the whole story that she went through. Some of us have not have had our spouse die and mm. we're left with a mother-in-law that we are choosing to follow without anything. Mm. So what God is asking us for, what, is, what God is asking of us right now, in this moment, in this season, our mm. hearts prepared to give it. You know? Wow. So. That's, that, I wish I could clap. <laughs> Just so, I mean, I can, it's my show. <laughs> Thank you. But that was awesome. Like, and I'm so, I'm, God is proud of you even just hearing this. And I'm sure when you listen to this over and over again, you probably really think, was that me? No, because it definitely was the Holy Spirit. I love the way, I, one thing I'm taking from this is the way you're able to just, you know, put the Esther and Vashti situation. You know, I think I had a guest once come and we talked about Mary and Martha. And as we analyze Mary and Martha, the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart that there's a Mary and Martha in us. And we were blown away at the things that the Holy Spirit said. So it's so amazing to also see that Esther and Vashti and us, as much as we want to criticize her, but even even as human even as human beings, you know, are we even honoring God, not just a human being, not a man, you know. So I really appreciate you saying that. And you know, without further ado, because I know you're a mom and I can I know that the girls are calling for you soon, <laughs> not to take your time. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for even being here. Thank you. But um I want you to not just also speak to women, young women out there who feel like, well, I don't know all these spiritual people that they're mentioning. Help them realize that they can also be these people and that, you know, just whatever the Lord has laid on your heart. But before that, what is your favorite scripture? As of today, your favorite scripture. I just I just love the word of God and I want to talk about a scripture. What is your favorite scripture? We are going to have you back on another episode and we might just talk about your favorite scripture. So get ready, get ready, get ready. What is your favorite scripture as of today? <laughs> Sorry, you can't see me. I'm dancing a lot, but you can't see oh. me. Oh, so. oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to have you on the YouTube. So I'm excited about that too. Okay, <laughs> what's your favorite scripture? My favorite scripture right now is John 3.16. What? <laughs> what i'll tell you why later but go on <laughs> yes my favorite scripture right now is john three sixteen because you know i'm in a season where god is breaking it down and i'm just going to give a snippet of what god has told me right now about john three sixteen, and it's making me value the sacrifice that jesus made so much more hmm. and it's like can you imagine Let's not even say your child, maybe the person that is dearest to you or closest to you. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine mm-hmm. giving that person up for mm-hmm. someone that you know deep down in your heart clearly <laughs> is not worth it? So let's say you mm-hmm. have I have an ex that cheated on me, impregnated mm-hmm. someone, beat me, spoke bad, spoke bad about me, stole my money and property, and was mm-hmm. just all sorts of mean, you know, in my face, he will be like, oh, yes, everything is beautiful. Yeah, lovely. And then at my back is a completely different story. Mm-hmm. And then I carry the dearest person to me. And maybe they say, oh, I want to kill this person. And I say, no, take the dearest person to me in this person's stead. Wow. Wow. 
And wow. it made me realize that that's the extent to which God went for us, you know. Wow. And in the human sense, it would be like, okay, so for you to be given this expensive gift for me or this thing that is priceless, what do you want from me, right? That's hmm. the question. Like, okay, so what do you want in return for you to have done this? Mm-hmm. And the, the response is, I want to save you from hmm. killing yourself or destroying yourself. I want mm. to make your life easier. I love you that much that I, I don't really want anything from you. I just, I want you to commit to making your life easier by following me. Mm. Wow. I have to have you back to talk about this, 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 this John 3.16. And it's deeper than just for God so loved the world that he gave. But again, I love that scripture so much. But it's funny because I was asking the Holy Spirit what to talk about the next time. And I'm just going to say out here, and I was <laughs> and I was here in the book of John and I was like, ah, oh, John, John what? John three, John four. And when you said John three sixteen, I kid you not, I was like, What? Like wow. So that's 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 amazing. And anyway, we'll talk about that another time. Last words for a young lady out there, like literally a young lady, maybe eighteen, maybe someone in their twenties, um, that they they just need to know about, you know, some of these women in the Bible or just whatever the Lord is laying on your heart as we round off. Okay. Last words. You are so loved. If only you could see how loved you are, you would learn to love yourself and accept yourself and forgive yourself. That's it from me. Thank you. Peace out. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You know, I'm sure we'll get the feedback from people they just need to know that they're loved thank you so much for being a wonderful guest on this show you are deep and i thank god for the anointing over your life um i'm so blessed to to know you i'm blessed to have you on the show i know it took a lot for you to get away from the from the toddlers <laughs> but god sees your sacrifice yay sacrifice Talk about sacrifice today and he will honor <laughs> thank you he will honor the sacrifice um with love from us to you i hope you've enjoyed our two scoops with the two guests um, until next time, it's your girl Faye and Dr. Alamesu. Love you guys. Woohoo! Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, rate, subscribe, and share. Or you can take a screenshot and share with your friends on your social stories. Have a lovely day and God bless you. If you'd like to be a guest on the Two Scoops of Truth podcast, please send me a message on Instagram. The page is Two Scoops of Truth, T-W-O-S-C-O-O-P-S-O-F-T-R-U-T-H. Thank you.